Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Here it's Oilers now. It's Brendan Escott. It's Cam Moon. It's a Tuesday. It's a travel day for the Edmonton Oilers, and we reflect back on the life of Gordon Lightfoot, Mr. Cam Moon, who we lost at 84 years old today. Unbelievable. Yeah, uh, an amazing uh, career and a Canadian icon when it comes to music. Yeah, absolutely. He is. You've heard that song. Uh, you've heard some Gordon Lightfoot on this uh, on this very program here before, and. You know, uh, a Canadian version, I would suggest, of your your Bob Dylan type yeah. of a songwriter, right? But uh, but with the Canadiana added to it, it makes it feel quite sentimental. Yeah, it does. Yeah, uh, de- a definite Canadian flavor. I, I I remember listening to Gordon Lightfoot as as a kid, and I, I'm sure a lot of people do. I heard him all the way up, and yeah, uh, unfortunate, um, and uh, our condolences. But a Canadian icon. So round one of yeah. the NHL playoffs is complete. That's, uh, well, maybe not with a bang last night. <laughs> kind of a whimper in terms no. of the New York Rangers who loaded up at the deadline. Patrick Kane comes in, uh, you know, Nico Mikola in that deal as well. Who, who's oh, uh, Vlad Tarasenko would yeah. be the, uh, the feature of that trade. Guys that were supposed to carry them a lot further than they just went. That and that game, like what it ended four nothing. Yeah, that felt like eight nothing. Like it, they weren't close. It, there was no drama. It wasn't particularly exciting either, to tell you the truth. I mm-hmm. thought, as far as a game seven goes, a little disappointing. Yes. I, I wanted something going to the wire. Give me something where I get all fired up. And it's not even that we were jaded by how exciting the other two game sevens were. And boy, those were exciting yeah. on Sunday night. But uh, man, just just kind of a, a flop there in the Hudson River rivalry. <laughs> so I don't know where you go if you're the Rangers. The Devils are the team on the up and up right now that you got to figure are probably staring 
down a Stanley Cup in the next five years with some of the pieces they've put together. Uh, Jack Hughes and uh, and Luke Hughes and Nico Heischer there. They've got a great fast young core and maybe the Rangers got caught a bit by that where they've got some aging veterans that are snipers but maybe not skating with today's player. Yeah, the the youth and the speed of New Jersey looked like it was too much for the Rangers. How about the goaltending of Akira Schmidt? Yeah. Who? See, a lot of the listeners, who is that? Akira Schmidt came out of the woodwork, and you would have mistaken him for number 30 in red and black at times. Yeah, yeah, he he looked solid. Was it two years ago he was in the USHL? That's unbelievable. Yeah. That's a meteoric rise. <laughs> you could say so. And, and what a what a slip there for Vitek Vanacek, who had done well to earn the starter's job. Yeah. And, and they had uh, committed some money to him in the last offseason. But anyway, that's where it wraps up. One of the, the really interesting points of that opening round from the NHL's perspective, seven of the eight teams that won those series faced uh, were down in the, in the series. They faced a deficit at some point. Your Oilers included, right? Down. Uh, a game or so in the series and and so some comeback efforts and I think that that's probably a keen reminder not to take anything for granted remember the Rangers went up two nothing in that series oh and and two nothing like like not just squeaking by two nothing <laughs> like they they uh, they gave it to the devils in those first two games and then that series absolutely turned And it's no different than what we saw all year long in the NHL. No lead was safe. More scoring, more comebacks. And you see it in the first round with comebacks within the series Mm -hmm. or within a game. It makes it so much more fun. The Florida and Boston game, I I was on the edge of my seat and I didn't even really care who won. (laughs) And it was just, I was so fired up that this thing was going down to the wire and, and Florida finds a way to push it into overtime and then win it in OT. Like that was that was uh, great drama. And same with uh, Seattle, Colorado. That was it was fun to watch. That's why that one last night was so disappointing. Yeah, I think you know what we're talking about is the kind of game that can make make a, a fan out of a casual observer, right? Like yeah. When you see hockey played at its pinnacle, which we're going to get to in the Stanley Cup final eventually, but we're we're seeing a very, very exciting brand of hockey played. I love the way the game's evolved over the last probably five to eight, maybe to ten years, certainly, but it's just, it's so wide open. All the teams can provide exciting, exciting hockey, and and then you stop and you watch the Oilers power play and say, oh boy, are we not ever spoiled by this on a nightly basis. So, it, yeah. the game's at a good spot, Cam. It's at a really good spot, and we'll find out on, uh, on Wednesday, tomorrow, now, just how good a spot the Oilers are in after knocking off Vegas in six games. Couple of practice days they get in there, or one for sure. I don't think they took the ice this morning, actually. Um, but regardless, just some time to sort of rest and recuperate, and I think that's important right now. Yeah, and to alleviate uh, the amount of travel by staying there, not coming all the way back to Edmonton, practice for a few days, then yeah. go all the way to Vegas. So you you take some of those miles off, uh, you get some good practices in, you stay out of uh, what is the pressure cooker of a Canadian market mm-hmm. in the playoffs. So you can just 
I decompress after what was a pretty hard fought and exciting first round with the Kings. And now you can get yourself refocused and reset and get ready for Vegas. Yeah, totally different opponent. So uh, total yeah. recalibration, I think, emotionally and physically is likely needed after that kind of series. We're going to break it all down over the course of the next three hours. Oh, yes, we get a long one today and every day moving forward until the Oilers uh, will either win the Stanley Cup or get as close as they're going to get yep. this year. We're happy to bring you the extra hour until 3 o'clock until Chelsea takes over. Um, we'll get to uh, well, lots of talk Golden Knights-wise. Bring aboard uh, Darren Millard. He sets up Golden Knights games for uh, their TV broadcast. Excited for that. General Manager of the Seattle Thunderbirds, Bill LaForge Jr. will join the program at 2.35 for some thoughts on what the first couple games of that Western Conference Final in the WHL. The uh, T-Birds looking to go up three games to none over Kamloops in Kamloops tonight, Game 3. Out east, you've got the uh, the ice and the Saskatoon blades shifting back to Saskatoon for Game 3 tonight as well. So 2.35, some WHL talk. Lots of time for you at 2.05. We'll open up the phone lines then. And how about some second-round playoff predictions? Bob? Bob leading the way after the first round, going 5 for 8. And I think that we need to really tip the cap to Reed Wilkins. I suspect he might have just been trying to be the contrarian there, but he did pick the Florida Panthers to take down the Boston Bruins. So there you go, Reed. We'll uh, we'll get everybody, the gang, we'll get back together. Cam, myself, Jack, Bob, and Reed in uh, about 10, 15 minutes or so, and we'll uh, fire up our second round playoff predictions. Right now, we'll step aside on Oilers Now. We'll come back, get to the Audio Vault and NHL today as well. It's Brendan Escott, Cam Moon in. Let's go to the top story. It's brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments, no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy. Legacy Heating and Cooling. We know start time for game one, at least. So we'll make it the top story. Puck drop on the series, 7.30 Mountain Time tomorrow night on 6.30. Chat. our coverage starting two hours prior. Reed Wilkins with the face-off show at 5.30. But we're, we're struggling to find the time and, and perhaps even the dates now for some of the games. I don't understand what is going on with the NHL. And I'd like to discuss this with Frank Saravalli coming up at 105. Forgot to mention he'll be on the show for our friends at the Horses, Horse Racing Alberta. But this is this is not just the Edmonton Vegas series. They don't know when game three is for Toronto and Florida. And they play game one tonight. Yeah, and you know that television has a a huge hand in how things are scheduled and timed. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure that's all part of the equation, and they'll get it figured out. It's just, it's tough for fans to, you know plan these things out. <laughs> well, I mean, if you wanted to go to, you know, Vegas or perhaps you're sure. a big Golden Knights fan, you want to come to Edmonton for game three. What day do you show up? 
Well, I can't we, tell you why, yet. We do not know. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> Just tell hang you. out. Yeah. I cannot tell you that. Uh, I can tell you, however, as I mentioned before, we'll have some time for the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline at about 2 o'clock today. 780-496-0063 is the number to call. River Cree bringing the heat this summer with Alberta's newest and biggest outdoor music festival, July 8th. It's an all-country evening with Billy Currington, Gary Allen, Mackenzie Porter, and more. Get your tickets. It's now at RiverCreeResort.com. That number again, 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Get the new floors you've always wanted, 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to AshleyFineFloors.com for more. Let's get to some audio. The team uh, practiced yesterday, and so a couple of the guys spoke. Uh, yeah, we'll go with Leon Dreisaitl, a little bit from Zach Hyman as well. But uh, sort of the talk of things, Cam, and, and deservedly so, has been Evan Bouchard and a breakout performance in these these playoffs. He's you know, really settled into the role in the power play that there was some uncertainty about when Tyson Berry was shipped out of town in that trade for Ekholm. Um, not only is he elevated that performance there but you've seen him jumping up in his confidence and and it, i think his overall play has really picked up not only from the end of the season on but particularly in the first round of the playoffs all part of his development and we're seeing him take the next steps and and now being with matthias Ackholm, i think was helped tremendously in moving that development along yeah that the confidence he's playing with right now should have oiler fans pretty fired up yeah it's absolutely Absolutely. Uh, Direct Workwear Audio Vault um, brought to you by Direct Workwear, who now bring you women's workwear. It's a women's only workwear store opening soon, just four doors down from Direct Workwear on Gateway Boulevard. Check them out at womensworkwear.ca. So let's open it up with Leon Dreisaitl on Bouchard's effectiveness on that power play unit. You know, Bushi has a lot of his own ideas, and um, I think that that makes our power play even more dangerous uh, on top of uh, what what we've already created over the last couple of years. You know, uh, he's got a lot of natural instincts, a lot, lot, of, lot of natural talent. So, yeah, we, we love having him up there. Dreisaitl with a little more on the work ethic that Bouchard brings to that power play. We have plays that, that we like to run, um, but I think... Uh, most importantly, our, our power play, you know, works really hard, and I think that, that that's always very underappreciated with, with us. You know, obviously having him back there shooting the puck and, and, and softening um, kills up every once in a while is, is a big weapon. Matthias Ekholm, we know Cam is such a big reason for him settling down overall. Ekholm talking about what he saw from Bouchard in that first round. The most impressive thing I, th- I find with his game is that offensively he has everything you need, but it's not at a cost of the defensive side either. I think he's been playing. He's not a defensive monster and, and takes guys down, but he does his, his job and his responsibility. He's so smart. He knows where to be and positions himself in the right positions and, and lets us, uh, I mean, if, for a big chunk of that series, we were either playing the first or the second line a lot and, and did that pretty well. So I think that's the, the, the most impressive part about him. Uh, Zach Hyman also with a thought on where Bouchard has improved the most. His defending is probably underrated. I think he's really improved his ability to close and, and cut plays off. And, and obviously a big part of that is, is kind of your, your first touch and your ability to make a play, uh, which, you know, he does in spades. 
little bit more inside the direct workwear audio vault right now. Uh, Leon Dreisaitl on having a little bit of rest before round two. Yeah, at, at times it can be beneficial. Um, obviously, you don't want it to be too long. You don't you don't want to lose your your stride. But you know, it's nice to rest up, uh, get healthy, and go go back at it with another team. Had some thoughts on the Golden Knights as well. Did Dry Yeah, it'll be a good series. Two good teams. You know, obviously they they, they had a really good year. Uh, so did we. So yeah, it should be a good good matchup, and uh, yeah, we'll be ready. And finally, Zach Hyman on his expectations of the Golden Knights. Probably a little bit of different style of hockey than than we had in the the LA series, but same sort of tight games. I would, I would imagine um, two teams that are separated by I think two points in, in the standings. So yeah, it's it's going to be exciting, and uh, yeah, we haven't we haven't played these guys in, in the playoffs before. I think it's going to be a lot of fun considering these two teams were essentially in lockstep all the way down the stretch of the season. Uh, Vegas just eking out that division title and by virtue of it, home ice advantage now in this series. But overall, I, I think this is pretty much, I, I won't call it a coin flip. I know where my heart lies. However, uh, this is going to be a fun one to watch. I think it will. And it, it's good for the rivalry. They haven't played in the playoffs before. That's how you make a good rivalry. But they're an exciting team, the Vegas. Vegas Golden Knights. They play an up-tempo game, which leads you to believe that not only will no lead be safe, but I think the the level of play is going to be high. The level of uh, opportunity around the opposition net will likely be high as well. Mm -hmm. So it should be fun. Like It should be a really good series as far as excitement goes. I'm really excited to see the matchup, say Mark Stone and uh, and Leon Dreisaitl, and then of course you get that 2015 draft rivalry, Connor McDavid oh, yeah. and Jack Eichel with a chance to really prove. Because I believe that there's always been a part of Jack Eichel that's really uh, sort of not sour toward McDavid, but that's who he's trying to prove himself against all the time. He will always be tied to that because he went one pick behind him. I know it didn't work out in Buffalo. Now he comes to the Pacific Division and here we get to see a playoff series between these two players. I can't wait. Yeah, and that's just competitive nature. Exactly. And, of course, he's going to want to obviously have his team do well, but do well personally in that comparison because of where they were in the draft. I'll also be interested to see what the Oilers can drum up offensively against the decor of the Golden Knights, who I think have a pretty good decor. Although in the regular season, Edmonton did quite well, 3-0-1. But as we know, and as Florida has shown us... (laughs) The regular season is the regular season. We can throw that out the window. (laughs) Most certainly. I'll quickly hammer through NHL today. It's a short one today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. Your local branded merchandise specialists head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. Second round kicks off with Toronto home to the Florida Panthers in the early game. Dallas hosting Seattle at 7.30. Jed time. Oilers Golden Knights once again. They meet in Vegas tomorrow at 7.30 here on Chad. Our coverage starting at 5.30 5.30 and in the Western Hockey League, Seattle and Kamloops battling Game 3 tonight in BC's interior. Saskatoon hosts Game 3 in the Eastern Conference Final. They are down 2-0 to Winnipeg. Both home teams now down 2-0 in their respective series tonight. Alright. Playoff predictions for the second round. Jack Michaels, Reed Wilkins, Bob Stoffer, all set to join the show when we get back from a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kilburn.